0: Hey! This is Josh. Thanks for tuning into the show, Healers on Healing. I wanted to make this show because we can get caught in the trappings of life. Responsibilities, bills to pay, kids to feed, just all these things that take our attention. And to me, healing and being our healthiest self gets neglected. I thought it'd be interesting to ask my colleagues and other professionals what the heck this thing, health and healing, is. I hope these conversations inspire you, demystify the process, maybe reinforce what you already know and give you new ideas on how to be the healthiest you. Today's episode, my guest Allie Howard feels into what healing is and introduces the power of healthy dependency. Allie is a therapist practicing in San Francisco. Tune in as Allie and I stumble around to find words that really capture what healing is and to hear Allie's story about her first silent retreat having never meditated before in her life. Hi, Allie. Hi, Josh. So, thanks for doing this. At this point, probably people have caught on that I start these with the same question. So I'm going to start there with you. Okay. (laughs) And basically the question is, what are we helping people do?
1: I think I'm helping people create a sense of freedom to live their life in a freer, more authentic way.
0: So let's talk about that. Freer, like free from what? Freedom in what sense of the word?
1: Yeah, it's funny. I'm realizing on the one hand, I'm so, I'm glad I didn't think too much about this because I think there is something so powerful about speaking more in the moment. On the other hand, I say these things and I think, God, these are ideas in my mind. How do I, how do I make someone else understand what I mean? Because maybe it's, it's like more of a feeling that I kind of viscerally feel, like when I say a sense of freedom, Mm -hmm. and it's hard to know exactly how to put words to that.
0: Well, what's the visceral, give me the visceral of of the word freedom.
1: Like a deep breath, like a a lighterness in my body. My mind actually feels clearer, despite the fact that I am having a hard time with my words. My Mm -hmm. mind actually feels clearer. My body feels more relaxed. I want to smile. My eyes feel very open.
0: Beautiful. I mean, really, it is. It is. I mean, it's really a nice way of talking about almost healing changes our way of being. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to sort of say what you're doing or what about it changes the way of being. but, But all of a sudden... I can just imagine if I'm walking through life and I want to smile more. Yeah. If I'm walking through life and my eyes are more open, my head feels clearer, my body feels clearer. Mm -hmm. Well, then a lot in my life is going to shift. I agree. There's a lot of different directions I could take this.
1: Okay. Are there options?
0: There are totally options. (laughs) and We might go all, all of them. I mean, something that I'm always... Struck by and curious by is, I'm careful about why questions, but why isn't that sort of our natural state? What do you make that we have to do? It seems we have to do hmm. something. It's interesting. To sort of claim this place of clearer eyes, clearer head, clearer heart.
1: I almost feel a little depressed by that question because I do wonder, right? Do where do we get fucked up, kind of?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Cause shouldn't we come into the world more that way? Although I guess we come into the world I guess it's a little traumatic to come into the world, like leave your mom's womb and stuff, and you're crying and it's kinda of cold. So why why do we have to heal? That's the question, right? Again, I'm finding myself more in the experience of feeling a little depressed by that question than actually having a really articulate, great answer to it. Mm -hmm.
0: Again, and I I appreciate this energy and I want to keep us in this energy. Okay. Instead of intellectualizing Mm -hmm. this thing, almost feeling our way into it. And so again, I hear you sort of feeling your way into it. Yeah, it sucks that this isn't sort of our natural state of being. That's something, maybe I don't fully understand what. Yeah. Happens, but it sort of isn't our state of being, and that's sad.
1: It is sad, yeah. Like, I feel sadder now. Is that a word? Sadder, Mm -hmm. okay, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is our life's journey to reclaim this sense of freedom, the sense of healing, or is it to work towards healing? I think I like the latter. I think that sounds better to me because I mean, I think you can be born into the best of circumstances, and there's there's still more life to be opened and healing to be had and issues to be worked out and feelings to be understood and people to come in and help you understand them.
0: There's something nice about life almost being sort of a process of expansion. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I hear you That's saying.
1: Okay. It's, it's, it's literally feeling better now. Like the, <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm not feeling as sad or depressed now. I'm, I'm we're we're on the path to healing now. Feeling better.
0: <laughs> and it and it seems that is a way you understand healing and navigate it is through an internal barometer of I'm putting in quotes of feeling good. Mm. I think so. And what what is that barometer? Like you're you're tuning into something right now. Like what what is that barometer that you just suddenly were like, okay, yeah, we're back on the path of healing right now.
1: I think it was a desire to engage even more with you, Mm -hmm. to have different kind of ideas in my mind, a sense of like openness versus like a sense of closeness. I think when I said I was feeling a little more depressed, I got more kind of like physically excited.
0: (laughs) Paint the picture of me of like when you feel you're healthiest, when you feel you're healing, Right, we've we started to paint this picture. Clear right. eyes, clear head open eyes, clear mm-hmm. head. Um, right now openness versus closedness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me what do you taste? You know when watermelon. you Watermelon. <laughs> watermelon, great. <I> <laughs> you you leave your therapist's office and your something healing happened. <laughs>
1: well my thought was sometimes I'm annoyed when I leave. Mm-hmm. Or often. (laughs) Well, actually, I was going to say, I think healing's not, um, what's the word when it's like on a straight path? Linear. Linear. I don't think healing is linear. I don't think we're on this path and like each day we're like more and more and more healed. And in fact, I think maybe a common misconception about therapy is that you leave feeling better. And when I said, I know that my life is better for being in therapy, it's sort of like my bigger life. I don't necessarily always leave feeling better from my therapist's office. And in fact, sometimes I leave, as I'm saying, feeling frustrated or irritated or even mad at her. But I know in my heart, like, that is part of, like, the healing path that I'm saying I think feels kind of amorphous to me sometimes. So now I've gone off in a different direction. No, I like this direction. I'm going to follow you in this direction.
0: Again, I'm going to... Challenge you. Yeah. What you feel in your heart take as much time to feel it, but if you were to try to put that into words, like I leave my therapist's office and I'm annoyed, maybe even mad at my therapist. Maybe I even feel shitty. Yeah. But in my heart I feel there's something here that's still healing.
1: Right. I truly feel like being in a long term therapy treatment and Having someone know you just, I mean, they know you in your life, but they know you in this therapy room and it's not all mixed up with family and friends and sex and love and drinking and it's really fucking powerful. And again, I, I, I guess the theme is I'm having a hard time putting words to that, but I'll keep trying. Yeah. I'll keep trying.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to push you a little little bit there. And I'm, I'm feeling into this with you. Something about having a space or a person, mm-hmm. and maybe both. Right. That is free from a lot of the norm. Tell me if I'm hearing you right. Mm-hmm. But I hear it's free from a lot of sort of the normative...
1: Ways of interacting. Ways of
0: interacting. Yeah. And, okay, so sex isn't here and friendship is sort of Uh not here and family's not here and and passion came out of you. It's really fucking healing. Like and so and I'll I'll try to put some words and you can tell me if it sounds to me that there's something powerful about when we're able to maybe be freed from roles. Yeah. And suddenly you're in this relationship that kind of doesn't have rules, perhaps.
1: I agree. I mean, I think about like dependency a lot around therapy. It's such a tricky word. I feel like it has so many different connotations and there's such a desire to be dependent on another and there's such a avoidance to be dependent on another and there's a lot of confusion in between there. I think maybe if I had to sum up what I think therapy is, it's it's learning in a very healthy way to be dependent on another person while also like in the process, I think also learning how to be more confident about yourself.
0: Yeah, you in a way more independent.
1: But it's so funny because like even I get, like I found myself being careful with my words when I said, You're learning how to have like a healthy dependency with your therapist. And I was like hesitant to say, and with yourself, because I don't know. I think in the therapy world, there's, or in the world, there's just a lot of, I think there is confusion. Like, are we supposed to depend on ourselves or are we supposed to depend on another person? And I think in therapy, we emphasize depending on the relationship with your therapist and that too many of us have had to be self-dependent or depend too much on ourselves
0: I really appreciate actually, and I think you're really touching on, on something here, that it's both, right? Yeah. But rarely in a relationship do we get the chance to practice both.
1: Right. That, that sounds better to me, how you said it.
0: And so here I'm trying to have healthy dependence. Right. Which, Lord knows, it's
1: confusing. is
0: confusing. Right. And I'm trying to have healthy right. independence, Which, Lord knows, is sort of confusing. Right. And I'm trying to do sort of both. Right. Within relationship.
1: I think it really is important to, over time, in a therapy treatment, and I think it does help when you go more than once a week, to feel, over time, like you can lean in and depend on this other person, this other man or woman. And that when you've over... and, And really, over time, I don't think it's something one day you're like, oh, I depend on my therapist, I'm good. It's it has to be over cycles and over time, and every time I think it gets a little bit deeper, I think then maybe naturally, you also feel like, oh, I also can depend on myself. I you know, okay, when when I fight with my partner and I'm there's nothing he can do to ease how I'm feeling because this is about maybe something else from my past. I, Allie, can like soothe myself. I can kind of talk myself down the ledge and calm myself down and I can be soothing. And that is depending on my own self. But I think that has come from that feeling like I can depend on myself has come from feeling like I can also depend on my therapist.
0: And and even the word dependence now, I think is a really powerful word because I think we're talking about it in a different way than I think... We sometimes hold the word and it's, well, it's a lot of things probably being able to let go, Mm -hmm. being able to be held, being able to process, Mm -hmm. being able to work through, being able to ride my emotional waves. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate probably why it was so hard to put words on it because here's this state of dependency that I'm going to learn about both with someone and with myself that really opens up a lot of opportunities in my life to travel through experiences. And
1: it's not something you can like sit down and learn in a PowerPoint or in one training or something. It's a visceral experience. It's almost like a muscle like that you're like building over time.
0: And Um, I think it's probably apropos to, to our culture. I mean, I think, I, I was also thinking, this is going to probably veer us in a yeah. different direction, but like American culture, which is so individualism yeah. Yeah. that there's a there's a harming in us. Yeah. You know, in sort of the messaging of that.
1: You know, I was saying, I think it's important to know when when you should really be depending on another person and when you should be depending on yourself. And it's not, it's not really one or the other. I think it's both. But I think maybe we we as people like can lean too much in one direction or the other.
0: That's it, right? It's finding, it's finding a healthy balance.
1: Yeah. I'm finding myself thinking a lot about something that happened to me. I don't know if that's okay to talk about. And I, again, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but, um, about a year and a half ago, I decided after a breakup to go on a 10 day silent meditation retreat And I've never done anything like this. i would never meditated for more than five minutes. It was such an interesting experience because outside of doing that, you know, my main sense of healing has been through going to like long-term three times a week therapy where, you know, depend on the other person, depend on your therapist. And all of a sudden I had to go embark on this 10 day journey where you don't talk to anyone. A lot of shit comes up including just like, oh my God, I have no one to talk to and my tent won't zip up at nighttime. Like that happened to me. Just like crazy stuff like that. In a weird way though, I feel my like therapy helped really prepare me for this time to do like deeper work in these 10 days on, on retreat.
0: Can you say how so?
1: Because I think, you know, even though therapy has this sort of like, you know, it's a two person kind of dichotomy. Or, I know it's like a two-person treatment. It's about, you know, as a therapist, I think we talk a lot about like the, the the relationship is healing. And what I'm calling like a healthy dependency on another is healing. But that I think because I had established that like with my therapist, when I left her for these 10 days and spoke to no one and never opened my mouth. And I had to sit with all these different feelings and like discomforts in my body that somehow, again, I don't have, you know, like a scientific explanation or the perfect words for it, but I think the work I had done in therapy has helped me have a better relationship with myself. I wish like, I could almost, I could actually cry right now thinking about it. I really loved being with myself. I loved, like, I loved how I set up my tent. I loved my little area I created. I loved my own little rituals that I created for myself every day. I loved my setup in the meditation room and I wore like this beanie every day. It was so hard. I would go into the meditation room and every body part hurts after about 10 minutes and then you realize you have to sit there for another like 11 and a half hours. I had this experience like pretty early on where as soon as I started to meditate, I would not just like fall asleep but pass out like lights out like i felt like i was being like hooked up to like the um anesthesia like i felt like i was literally being injected with anesthesia like i i couldn't i could not like stay awake i would have like dreams and i remember you're allowed to get to silent meditation but you're allowed to meet with the teacher and talk for a few minutes I told her, I'm like, I'm panicked. I'm here. I'm trying to meditate. I'm, I'm trying to get everything out of this meditation and I'm falling, I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping the whole time. And she was like, that's great. Like, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. And I was like, but why? Like, it, what is this doing? And she's like, it's actually a really good sign that your, that your body is falling asleep. It means that you're actually able to get to deeper places and there's. Again, this might not even make sense, but she said something like you're able to get to deeper levels in your own body where more healing can happen and just trust it. Like if you need to fall asleep, fall asleep. And when you wake up, begin the meditation over again. And when you fall asleep, fall asleep. But it, it really gave me confidence that I can't explain to you why this is a good thing, but she said it was. And again, I I, I think that I was set up to like succeed <laughs> in this meditation retreat because, in part, because of my therapy coming into it.
0: You know, here we're talking about this healthy state of being, and and I love that you used the word I, like, loved myself. Mm-hmm. And what I'm imagining is, you know, part of how we love ourselves is we need both, right? We need an external source mm-hmm. to sort of love us. Yeah. And yet we can't just be dependent on our worth, <clears throat> totally being to an external source loving us Exactly And so what I'm imagining is in your therapy There was a practice of receiving sort of love from someone While also learning to love yourself And then here you ventured off And you really were on your own But boy that muscle of sort of loving yourself Was able to be there for Absolutely. you Absolutely And and wow I mean I even sort of yeah. chills when they talk about like Right like what a healthy wonderful state of being of like just a pure love for oneself right and how we get there
1: and the other thing like anecdotally I can just share that when I was on the retreat I had two visions one is that I would get a new office and the other which is that I'm going to get engaged I love my new office I found it about three months after the the um the retreat it's so beautiful and so there's like so much light and space, and it feels great. And after the retreat, I decided I was ready to date, and I went on one date, and I met the man of my dreams.
0: Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> For those who can't see dun, right dun, now, dun, dun. Anna, <gasps> Anna, yeah. Abby has a big grin <laughs> on her face yeah. right now, and it's just smiling ear to ear. And
1: I, I really feel like my healing... Yeah, came from being in therapy and then like, I got the the boost from the 10 day meditation and I came back and I took that energy and I met Philip and I found this office and my practice is doing better and I love myself and I love my relationship and I love this man, you know, and life is still hard. I got mad at my dad the other day
0: Yeah, I just, I really love this, and I'm I'm using the word, but I really love this theme of, I mean, now we've kind of veered into the notion of love and healing, but like Mm -hmm. there is a, there's a healthy place to receive love and there's a healthy place of sort of creating love.
1: Absolutely.
0: It almost sounds to me now that we've kind of worked through this whole conversation of like healing is trying to kind of cultivate both sources. Right, and it doesn't necessarily have to be with a therapist, but but in some ways there has to be some sort of outside source we're playing Mm -hmm. with, right, and some internal source we're playing Mm -hmm. with, and really trying to find like the healthiest dance, yeah, dance Dance. or access to both or balance, balance or yeah, you know where we're not just it's yeah like the car needs oil and gasoline, the world starts to change when we're able to kind of play with both and yeah. experience both and cultivate both. Yeah. Allie is smiling, and her eyes are shining right now, and I'm not sure if there's words to that, but it, it's a, you, there's just a really nice smile on your yeah. face.
1: You know, I think it just, like, reminds me how nice it is to talk to someone. Like, yeah, we're doing it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, being in a relationship is just really nice. hmm
0: It seems to me a perfect place to end unless there's any other thoughts you have (laughs) that you want to speak out there and anything you want to circle back to, you're more than welcome to circle back to.
1: I don't know how important this is, but I was just thinking, I think you, I think you just said it, which is that I don't, I think healing comes in so many shapes and forms and there's no, um, one size fits all. And, you know, even with therapy, I mean, Obviously I'm a, you know, advocate for therapy and I think probably everyone could benefit from therapy, but I don't, you know, I don't think it's the only way. And I think, you know, for me what I'm saying is it's therapy and it's other things too. Other things that bring you joy like the outdoors and mountains and meditation and friendship and dancing and music and dogs.
0: Especially dogs for us. Especially, yeah. Especially dogs, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We haven't mentioned that um, there's actually somebody else here. His name's Oliver. Pretty quiet. He's he's most likely sleeping on his own couch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I really do. I appreciate you wrestling. And I know I was sort of urging you to put words on an experience that's hard to put words on. But I appreciate you hanging in there. Right. And I was going to say,
1: you know, it's a podcast. So... We only have our words in a way for whoever's listening to this. It's funny. Now here I am. I'm trying to say what I'm trying to say and I lost my words again. It is such a visceral experience and weird and yeah, I am struggling again even as I'm trying to conclude with something smart to say. So I guess I'll end there. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Thank you.
0: There you have it. And if you made it this far, I'm going to assume that you enjoyed what you heard, and thus I'm going to ask for your support. Being a new podcast means I need help getting the word out about this show. So if you could share with your friends and share on social media that you found this new podcast, I would greatly appreciate it. Tune in to the next episode. I'll get it out every two weeks. Thanks again for listening. See you next episode.